Well, hello, welcome hello, back. Hello, hello, hello. We're we're back in business, baby. Um, big time, big time on indeed. the Flag Metal Podcast. That's it. Rooker and Stu are in the studio for um a beautiful Monday afternoon. So it's mm. not the Tuesday; it's the Monday. Yeah. Uh, what a great weekend, early, mate. early little Monday surprise for everyone out there. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I mean, we beat the Suns. We won a game of football. Yeah. How good's that, mate? We we did. It was the Suns. It doesn't matter. A but win's still, a win. we won. Four points. Four points are on the board. That's all we need. Four points is still four points, real car. It doesn't matter who you beat. Mate, absolutely. But something uh, that was obviously a major talking point of this round, um, the gather round, one of the biggest talking points. Obviously, every round, every um, game was played in Adelaide, which was great. Um, there was, you know, recent news as well, hmm. Stewie. Um, something that came along the lines of, uh, we'll just let you listen in right here because it's seven years Adelaide, by the way. The AFL has officially locked in Gather Round to stay in Adelaide for three more years. South Australia has secured the Festival of Football until at least the end of 2026 after a hugely successful inaugural event over the weekend. More than 220,000 people attended matches over the past four days, including over 60,000 visitors flying in from interstate. Mate, that's uh, big news. So three... Mm. Three more years of gather round in Adelaide, which is great news for Adelaide. A missed out opportunity for Western Australia, don't you think? Yeah, possibly. But I think maybe this might be the right idea to build gather round first in like one spot and then take it on the road. So every town gets three years with it or something like that, just to really boost tourism for like three, four years. So I don't hate it. Would I have loved to have seen it be moved you know, pre-2026? Yeah, of course. But, I mean, if this means that it's going to be somewhere else after Adelaide, I think that that's fine. Just give every town except Melbourne a turn with it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I guess South Australia paid up the big bucks, and if you mm. pay up the big bucks, you're going to get whatever, you know, entices. So, mm. um, South Australia, credit to you. Uh, credit to the SA Premier as well. Mm. Um, did a lot to, you know, get that one through the line. I think it will be... Very beneficial, especially for a lot of the residents of South Australia and just AFL in general, because everyone just came and had a great good old jolly time in Adelaide, didn't they, mate? Yeah, I heard great things about Gather Round, actually. Not, not, not a bad thing at all. No, no, I heard great things um, about the round. I mean, the games were a bit, I know, some were a little bit lackluster, some were played on ovals where there's a little bit of lack of atmosphere. Uh, they said they sold Adelaide out a bunch Hills. of games and people weren't in them, like in the stadium. I was, too busy uh, getting smashed at the clubs, mate. Yeah, whatever I know. there are. In well, Adelaide. apparently there's a bunch of tickets where you buy one ticket and it permits you to go to like three games, and people just didn't want to go to certain games with the tickets. So okay, that makes it sense. was a sellout, but people didn't really go to every game. Let's count uh, maybe like a third of them, or like maybe a quarter of them didn't turn up. Maybe yeah, maybe yeah, because a lot of them just went to some games, not all of them. So uh, I I think maybe you know. It it looks great on paper saying it's a sellout, but if people don't show up, people don't show up. Mate, absolutely. Um, there's also for next year a few sample clubs that obviously um Norwood hosted one, so they're very happy that, you know, the AFL got to play a first ever match. Obviously mm. the first ever one, um, the forty seventh 
match to be played at a new ground is mm. uh, obviously the Fremantle and the Gold Coast one, which is great. Norwood, I thought that one stood up quite well. I liked um, how the dimensions of the ground oh. were more like, you know. I didn't like square. that. You did not? Nah. I thought it opened up the game. It, it was like nah. really fast paced. I liked it. No, I, I didn't like it. I mean, there was about. Besides Damien Burton um, from. Dermy? Uh, Dermy. Sorry. Yeah. Dermy is talking about how Luke. <laughs> Lukosius can kick a ball. Yeah, Jack Lukosius. Yeah, we, we didn't need to hear that that many times, Dermy. But um, yeah, I, <laughs> it was like every time it was on it was, repeat. It was, it was like on a, repeat. It was like, like a wound up clock. The was, first half, it was quite tragic. It but was really bad. We heard the once, and we're like, fine, da- mm. Damo. This is not bad. Like, mm. uh, Dermy, this is this is getting too much. And then, oh, it was what it was. But we still yeah. won, and the commentators didn't sound happy by then. And no. in the match, did they not? No, they didn't. But uh, back on the ground dimensions, real car, I thought it kind of slowed up the game a little bit. Um, I really? Yeah, I did. And every time there was a stoppage, um, you know, there was no free open play, and that was demonstrated in the disposal numbers. We saw two Dockers with twenty pl- uh, plus touches. One of them was Sarong with thirty-seven, and the other one was Schultz on twenty. Mate. Everyone else had less than that, so you could see people just weren't getting their hands on the ball. Yeah, because it was a bunch of stoppages, and on top of that, the refs didn't play ball for a lot of things that should have been ball. <laughs> so um, uh, that goes both ways as well, not just you know for okay. us. Give the AFL, yeah, Gilmore McLaughlin, a run through of why um, Western Australia particularly should be over South Australia for the gather round next year. Oh God! Want I to don't go? even. Three, two, one. Oh. Let's go. All right, um, Gil, mate, you're supposed to be leaving soon, so I don't even know why I'm having this pitch at you. Uh, but I guess WA is the great state, and we're the second biggest football state in the country. So no, yeah, exactly. We exactly. we we deserve nine games in in WA because we're gonna smash the numbers that Adelaide did out of the park. Two hundred twenty thousand. No, oh, that's easy. We'll get three hundred thousand. Easy. We have Optus Stadium, we have Lathlane, we have Leaderville, we have the place down at Coburn, we have Mandra, we have so many places that you can play football, and the grounds here are lovely, and I, I, I would love to go. I'd love to go real car. Mate, you did a splendid thank job. Thank you, thank you. You'd do great in a business room. I don't know if that's true. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know if I would, but... Uh, keep going. Oh, keep, keep going. going. <laughs> I'm, uh, joking. Uh, I'm joking. No, you done well. I'm not going to put the pressure on you like that again. Okay. I'm really sorry. Should we do the speed of recap? Yes, we yeah. should because everyone's like, what the hell's going on? Yes. Yeah. So Fremantle 15-10, 100, defeated the Gold Coast Suns 13-12, 90. Uh, yeah, look, this was a game of two halves. The Suns came out with a blistering first half and really put Frio, Frio away, or they should have put Frio away. They missed so many of their opportunities going forward. Missed a lot of easy shots on goal. Messed up some really easy plays that would have had them scoring, like guaranteed. And it was Fremantle that took advantage in the second half. A wonderful third quarter followed followed up by a really, really, really strong fourth quarter. Yeah, I thought Meant that Frio overran the Suns when they probably should have lost this game. This was the Suns' game to lose, and they, they lost it. Frio, Frio came back, and um, sometimes talent and effort prevails. And look... Uh, Mate, we did well. Don't yeah. okay. So at the end of the day, it's a win on the paper, and it mm. provides a bit of safety and um, you know, pressure off from JL, which mm. I think he probably was feeling. I think his face was, uh, you know, just uh, mm. had a bit of relief on it once the final siren went. So uh, yeah. as that was demonstrated by him meeting up with the 
the the players and he made sure he got down there. I'm actually mm. really enjoying what Jail's doing with um sitting down on the boundary. Yeah. More, getting around the players. Well, I, I, think I it's wonder a good if... tactic to have, especially with um trying to socialize and giving messages one on one because mm. I think that's something that he lacks um mm. on the field. I bet he's great behind the field, but um mm. oh, on, off the field, sorry. And I just think you yeah, now with game day, if you can, you know, spend half of it up there, half of it down there, mm. I think it's really important, especially for um, you know, new coaches and whatnot, because the new coaches yeah. are doing it. Ross Ross was on the yeah on the on the floor. Adam Simpson lo- uh has been doing it recently too. Mm-hmm. Chris Scott um has been doing it. Fagan's been a a big fan of it for mm. a long time, so. I think it's quite um mm. quite a little good. Credit to you, JL. Well well I heard um I heard I think it was uh Alistair Clarkson talk about this before, uh the decision to stay uh in the box versus on the ground. And what he said was if this is like a tactical game where tactics is gonna uh mean, you know, winning or losing the game, um, then he's gonna stay in the box. Whereas if he knows this is gonna be an effort game, maybe it's wet, maybe it's windy um, maybe, you know, everyone's stuffing up and he just needs more effort. He goes down to the bench to rile everyone up. So I, I think it should be something that all coaches do periodically. And I think maybe the Gold Coast game was a bit of an effort game that we just needed to put a bit more effort in. And that's why JL was uh, on the pine. So, yeah, I, I liked seeing it, but it's probably not a good sign if we need the coach to be there to, Absolutely. to win. Yeah. Okay, too sweet. So that's the end of Stu's speedy recap mm. but I will you know have a little touch on yes. David Swallow he did um, a little bit of opposition praise right here David Swallow mm. um, number one draft pick has played the most games for Gold Coast great um, career so far um, he did a gr- he had a great game which is good mm. um, Jack Lacocious Jack Lacocious had an amazing as much game. as I hated what Jeremy said about him like yeah. <laughs> he kept this he kept man saying can it. bloody kick a ball from your bloody backyard oh. to bloody up the stadium that's pretty much what he was doing look at that not only he can kick at 65 but he can kick them at lace out it's like Jeremy we've I, seen I've, it on visuals I've, I've heard it I, I've seen it I've heard it you don't need to say it 300 times in one match it's okay we understand your point. We get it. You're an expert. That's that's a cool thing that Lacocious is doing. <laughs> we understand, but it hurts when all you're talking about is the Suns and Lacocious. So, thanks, Jeremy. I mean, it's all right. Like, yeah, done. Overrated yeah. as fuck. That's what I think. Is that going to be our anchor wanker? That's yeah. You could possibly say that. Yeah. Um, should we just go over a couple? Um, little cheeky ones, especially yeah. with um Caleb Sarong. Uh, what a man and what a player this this fella's turning out to be. Uh, he got 125 in fantasy, 37 disposals, so one of the top of the round. Um, 19 kicks and uh, geez, 18 um hit, 18 hit. I was about to say hitouts. <laughs> That's not really good, is it? No. Um, but yeah, he's definitely his his game has gone to a next level. He only played 85 percent time as well, mm. so. Um, Caleb Sarong, you've done the justice to the Fremantle Football Club. You're one of our rising, um, you're a shining star, mm. isn't he not? Um, he's one of our best midfielders, if not probably the best. I think in 2023, in he's been our best. Definitely. Um, and I think Brayshaw's dropped off a little bit. Will Brody's been dropped. Mm. Like, I think it's Sarong's midfield this year. I mean, I hope Brayshaw comes back and outperforms him again, but... But the looks of things, it's Sarong's Sarong's group. Absolutely, Sean Darcy, mate. Sean Darcy, 118 on the fantasy, 18 disposals, 
Um, he had 48 hitouts. He dominated um, Moyle. Ned not, Moyle, yeah. Um, Ned Moyle. Credit to Ned Moyle. He's going to be a terrific player, but he got dominated in a lot of aspects. And he had, I think it was, geez, I think he had, how many clearances did he have? He had a lot. He had like six, six clearances. Yeah, as a probably Ruckman. something like I that. I think that that's crazy. So um, it was six or four, one of them. But for a Ruckman, having those clearances and giving that ball out to the forward line. Nine clearances. Really Nine. Nine clearances. He wow. Led, he led the, led the game. Really? Yeah. Is that a three votes from him or is that going to go to Caleb? I think it's going to Sarong, but I think Darcy would be a strong two votes. I think Caleb will get the three, mm. Sean will get the two, and mm. Swallow will get the one. Yeah, Swallow or Schultz were yeah. lacocious. Yeah, Schultz had a great game as well. Probably his best game in quite some time. 104 mm. fantasy, 20 disposals, three goals, um, and 12 kicks, and he set up a lot And to demonstrate how brilliant that little shake-off tackle was. Mm. Um, that was an outstanding yeah, shot. Yeah, the one strength. for Walters. Absolutely. Yeah. Damn, from from getting absolutely like hammered um, by uh, that Gold Coast player. Was um, it Horman? It was Horman, sorry. Yeah, so when he got tackled yeah. straight away, the brute strength to do that, mm. that is outstanding. That's yep. a lot of time in the weight room, isn't it? Yeah, I know. that. Um, that's a lot of the... Uh, commentators the, saying. What do you call it? The uh, bench press? Yeah, the, a lot yeah. of bench pressing. So Heaps of bench press Schultz, from Schultz. you've done a great job over the summer. You've uh, really trained the house down, and it's shown. He's got uh, plumber's arms, mate. He's uh, very strong. Yeah, he's a plumber uh, man. Very good with his hands. So, uh, yeah, able to fend that one off. Let's do that to goal. Rory Lobb next week, and we'll be happy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to more uh, of Rory Lobb later in the week. but uh, Time to get to Anchor Wanker, mate. Yeah, let's do it. Those comments didn't really display a, a gratitude for the hard work that others had put into him. Fucking big, fucking fucking First coming off, Fucking shit, he's yeah, um, Get him back off. Get him off. Get him off. Mate. Mate. Anchor, anchor wanker. Anchor wanker. I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready for it. My anchor wanker of the week. He's been copping it all week, <laughs> and it's Damien Barrett, um, who <laughs> works in the AFL media. To suggest that uh, we should have a showdown or a derby played in Melbourne is one of the most selfish Victorian-esque things you can ever say. This It perfectly summarizes Victorian media, Victorian sports. The AFL as a whole is still really the VFL with some interstate exceptions. So, <laughs> Damien Barrett, can you not suggest... That there should be a showdown, a battle of the bridge, a Q clash, a derby played outside of anywhere but their home state because that is absolutely ridiculous. That is outrageous. What if we got a Dreamtime game in in Queensland, or what if we had the Anzac Day match in New South Wales? Like, how would the Victorians feel? What if the grand? Look how outraged they were when the grand final was moved because of COVID. I mean, they they hate it when footy's not they in their state. A, they chuck a spitty uh, oh, tonight. Spat the dummy. Spat the dummy. Oh, man. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of Victorians wanting more when they already have everything. Yes, it's the whining of the Fremantle um, Dockers media, isn't mm. it right? Or the VFL media, my bad. What am I talking about? Not the Freer Dockers media. Not the Freer Dockers. They don't whine. Are we going to talk about the Purple Pants player of the week? Right? Yeah, do it. Hooray. Oh, Hooray. sorry, a bit too early. Hooray. <laughs> oh, I was a little bit late. I was a little bit late. My bad. Don't worry. Uh, we'll purple just be Pants. Just right. Player of the Week. Do you have one? Do my, you have your one? My Purple Pants Player of the Week goes to 
Lockie Schultz, mate. Mm. I think his work around the ground was uh, outstanding. It's just something he's been doing for quite a while. It's been under the radar, but this game truly showed it. Mm. He loves to sit up his teammate. He's got that brute, tradey plumber, like... Mm. Oh, it's, got, it's, it's got the grit. It's got the free yeah. metal, like um, the vigor. You know, like the mm, the, the blue collar. The blue like, collar. That's him. Yes, that's him. Yes, Lockie Schultz, mate. You're you're mm. him. That's him. Um, he Lock- slash him. Himothy. Yeah, Himothy. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, him. 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 He's great. Uh, Lockie Schultz. Love what he did. Three goals. Yep. Um, he set up a couple, so he could have easily had um a couple himself. It's arguably uh, John misses one of his. It's his best game for Fremantle. Well, he's my Purple Pants player of the week, and right. I'll tell you why. Uh, Jai Amos, I think this is Jai Amos's breakout game. I mean, we said a lot about him in his first year where he booted two in debut and then kicked two against the Dogs in a final, but this was That's by far his best talent. performance. That's this his was talent. unbelievable game by Jai Amos, and he, he didn't even get the rising star nom. Adelaide Crows defender Max Michelaney got it. I mean, for... credit off to Michelaney. He's gone But this great. wasn't his best week, Michelaney. He's been playing fantastic all year, and this is probably his worst game all year. Yeah. Amos boots three, nine score involvements, four contested marks. Doesn't get it. Uh, don't worry. Um, I believe Robbery. in Jaimis. He'll Robbery. back it up with six, so don't worry. Mm. Six against... Um... Six against Roy Lobb. Oh, mate. The Lobb squad. <sighs> the Lobb squad. Did we call yeah. him that? The Lobb squad. That's, I like that. Yeah, okay. That's a good one. But yeah, this uh Jamis um shout out. Only seventy four in fantasy, but who gives a damn nah. three goals. He could have easily had four or five. Yeah. You set up Matt Johnson with this mm. first. Matt Johnson, can we get a quick little discussion about him? He's mm. gonna I think Jamis and Matt Johnson lock them in the twenty two, because if you give those games and back them every week, even though if they don't perform often, they just need the bleeding through to the top level. Matt Johnson, I think, is ready. Um, sadly. He may be taking over Nathan Driscoll's spot in the side at this point in time. It's just going to be a bit of a wrestle, um, but it's definitely um, it's great to see that's good competition. Though. I, I love competition. competition for spots because that's how players uh, get better faster. Um, because all of a sudden, it's not like oh, here's your spot. I'm just going to maintain it and yeah, you got to play for your spot. Y- you've got to earn it. You've really got to earn it. So you have to improve week on week. So I think that's great that we finally got some competition for spots, um, especially with the young guys. So um, I you know I can't complain at all with it. Or Driscoll or Henry didn't get games because at the end of the day, going back to Peel is is it, it's a shock to the system and it's gonna yeah. make them want to get being, back into the AFL. Being in that Peel color, mate, it does yeah. put a little dent in your ego, doesn't it? You're I'm like, sure I'm it playing would. Playing in the twos. Yep. Yeah, I, I I'm sure they wouldn't have been too happy with we, it. But uh, can we talk about Will Brody when he looked at yes. um the camera when he uh in the Peel Thunder Room when he was singing the team song a couple of weeks ago when he had the 37 at Peel. Oh, I didn't see did, this. And it was the team song, and they're in the pill rooms. And Will Brody looked back at the camera, gave like the side eye, the side, mm. eye, the dirty side eye. Side eye. Yeah, it was really, it was really bad. But yeah. look at that. He backed it up. Mm-hmm. Medical sub came in. Um, it was fantastic. It was fantastic. Sixteen disposals in what of a time. He, he had forty-eight, so and he played half the game, mm. and he had sixteen. So, so if he played full, full game. He'd have he had an even bigger game. So. I think his confidence will get yep. even better. JL, you you know it yourself. Don't ever drop Will Brody ever again because um, mm. it will bite you in the bum. Um, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, will Brody's... He needs to be included back into our team. We'll discuss the team tomorrow's podcast. Yes, um, absolutely. We'll, we'll do that a little bit later. But yeah, Will Brody deserves deserves a full-time chance again. Mate, time for Real Cars Warrior. 
This week, a hot new bombshell enters the villa. It's Ruka with a rant. Oh my god, he's gonna kill us! Ah! Mate, that's right. Ruka's rant for the week. And you could also say Stewie, but I'm gonna go start it off the bat, mate. I think um, Dermy mm. needs to stop this Lukosius bullshit. And also this, like, Fremantle um, crap. It's just... It's not called for, especially with Fremantle. I just think it's just been a like a it's like a lottery ticket if you get out of Fremantle's game. It's like the all the commentators in the AFL and the seven AFL, whenever they, you know, want to go do their um their game, it's like a bad luck thing to get the Frio and it's like a resent mm. a resenting thing. I only think there's a couple that really enjoy um watching Frio Paps. play. Papalia. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Um there's not much else. Uh who else is there's one caller from WA who's really great. Um 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 Paps is my favorite. Paps. So I only know Paps. You only know Paps. Yeah, I like Paps. Oh, uh, okay. I'm gonna have a look because well, Scofield on special comments is good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. I was listening to commentary or a review or something in a podcast and someone said, um, Sam Darcy instead of Sean Darcy. That seems to be common. I hate that. I, I bloody hate when people say Sam Darcy. I yeah. think that was on radio. I, I forget who said it, but can it we was... just bring back, um, Dennis committee? Cause he oh, just yes. used to love, I mean, obviously he's a WI man. Um, but he used to love umpiring. Mm. umpiring. I'm talking umpiring. about Fremantle and the, mm. the West coast, which mm-hmm. is great. Yep. Um and yeah, I'm just a bit, I'm a bit sad that he's not in. Jared Whateley though, he's not yeah, too bad. Yeah, Jared Whateley's pretty good. He's not too bad. I think he represents the Dockers quite well. Hado's pretty he, good. He does. Yeah, when he like talks mm. a lot about the the Dockers, he talks about them with like good pride. Mm. You know, it's like oh, I think the Dockers will do quite well this year. Mm. You know, like um love that. Uh, who else is there? That's really really good. Um, James Brayshaw. Um, we never get him though because he's always on the big games. Yeah, yeah. He's one of the premium mm. commentators. Though. He's like the uh, the extra. You know, you pay extra for for people like him. That's like the the golden uh, egg of the round. You know, yeah. like the that one premium game. You know, yeah, like the uh, free day air games on a Friday night. Which speaking of Friday night, we get a standalone Friday night against the Dogs. We do we? Yeah. Hey, we get the whole national television on us, mate. Yep. So that's something to look out forward uh, hopefully for. Hopefully we don't choke this really badly and make ourselves look like idiots. Mate. But uh, let's hope not. Should we get into the uh, Q&A? Q&A. Mate, you sent the bloody questions in, so we're going to bloody answer them. That's how it works here. You're listening to Q&A here on Black Mantle Podcast. Righto, right. I've got the questions with me now. Neil. Question number one, Freo in focus. Hello, Brody. What do you reckon we need to fix so that we can win comfortably? We need to get our starts right. Uh, I saw the stat the other day that we'd won three first quarters in the last 20 games we played, and that is just not acceptable. Uh, we really need to fix that issue and win a first quarter for once. Just, I, I heard um, Will Scofield talk about it, and the Eagles in 2014 had a real problem with starting games, and what they did is, okay, for the first quarter we're just gonna go berserk like we're just gonna play fast we're gonna put on a that's score that's what they need like, to be doing every yeah. week they need to play mm. um tnt or you know back in black or something yeah uh, like hype them we, up yeah whatever yeah. song play yep. skrillex i don't give a damn yeah um sam Stowski, get on that playlist mate um well he can now he's, he can. he's on the sidelines for a little bit yeah. but um poor fella but poor fella uh 
M Hunter K01. Should the two toes and five man mosquito fleet be our forward structure going forward? Absolutely. I think so. It's I actually really liked this. it. It's aeronautical. Yeah. West Australian. Two and five is the way that Fremantle mm. um, are going to win. Uh, the, the games that we had the two forwards, we've won. So that's mm. the Eagles one. I think we had, I think it was uh, Matt Tabernar and Jaimis. Those were our two main key forwards, mm. and we only had the two. Because so Jackson do... played a lot of midfield yeah. that game, yeah. Yeah, so we have, um, I think it's clear. Jaimis, mm. Luke Jackson, chuck them up forward. That's mm. our winning uh, chemistry. That's um, our combo for the next decade. It's, it's going to be great. I think even though Jackson, everyone's like, he's not a forward, but I think he's done some really good mm. improvement over the past couple of weeks. I think he's getting mm. better and better. And I think what we saw at Melbourne is only a snippet of what he's going to actually be. And I think people need to still jump on the Luke Jackson bandwagon because mm. I think this is going to be interesting to watch. Fully agreed. Same person again. How Same good answer. is having natural forwards like Amiss and Sturt, Sheesh actual leads? I didn't... Sturt <sighs> did well. I think they I... Amiss knows how to lead and Amos... he knows how to mark it and yeah. he knows how to kick it. So uh, Amiss will be perfect. Leave him alone. He'll be yes. fine. Uh, Sturt, Sturt. I, I think he's... Okay, I know you're not... Yeah, look, I think he led well, which is better than what we've had in previous weeks, but I think given him the opportunity... It's in three years, two years. If you give him the opportunity... If if the coaching staff have the opportunity to replace him for someone better, I think they will. Uh, I think... Is there anything down in Peel Thunder that can replace him, though? Well, maybe not on Peel Thunder, but sitting on the couch at home, when Nat Fife returns from injury, I think it'll be a straight swap for Sam Sturt. That's the thing. I, I don't think Sturt keeps his spot. I think Banfield is above him, Frederick above him. I think Switter going down might save him well, this week. Banners is in the team, and I think the way he steps up mm. at the last minute, I think Banfield has saved our asses way too many times. Um, but I think, I think he's been Sa- good. Sam Sturt, though, mm. I think he stays. He's got a, a limited window to impress mm. this year. So if he can impress sometime next week or even the week after, if he holds his spot, because Nat Fife ain't in just yet. So. Um, we'll actually touch on the injury list very shortly after this. We'll, we'll do it tomorrow. We'll do it in yeah, tomorrow's podcast. Katie.Elliot, do you think Frio can make finals if they continue doing this? Um, absolutely. If they play like they did in the second half, then we'll easy make finals. Absolutely. Easy. I did the math earlier. Uh, we're probably going to need 13 wins to make finals this year with the included gather around games. There's an extra game for the good teams to win, so that bumps up the limit from 12 to 13 games to make finals. So 13 games is your point, and we've got two games with 18 to go. So we need to go 11 wins and seven losses from here in the season um, to have a reasonable shot at finals, which I think is perfectly reasonable if we play like we, like we did in the second half. So yeah, I, I think so. Um, the Tahani J, what's David Mundy up to? He's playing some local ammo footy. Um, yeah. yeah, I think last moment I I texted him trying to get him on the pod. That's yeah. a little sneaky one, and he yeah. responded back, and he was like, "I've had way too many interviews, mate. <laughs> um, maybe yeah. in like you know six months, mm-hmm. but um, that's pretty much a backhand. That's David Mundy's signature. Um, he's, you know, Luke, he's just that's fended his, us that's off. That's his lean Ryan. That's like the, yeah. the, 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 the like the handshake that he pulls away. Oh yes, yeah, he yeah, did yeah. that to us. Yeah, um, maybe we should make a meme of that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, that one too. Hey, underscore row, <laughs> underscore the creativity and skill that Freddie Schultz and Walters bring to the team is underrated. I agree. Agree. Um, arguably one of the best three small forward combos mm. in the league. I think they always stand up. Don't you think? 
Yeah, I, um, I think Walters has been fantastic this year. Um, I, yeah. I'll back that as well. Daniel underscore Catronus, why can't they always play like they did in the last? I don't know. Good question. I'm going to fix that, though. Great question. Um, but, yeah, that is something to fix. Will Cor 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 Can 2007. Gee, that's How a, many wins will need to make the eight? You've well, that. 13, and that means 11 to go. Um, AFL Amusement, prediction of Roy Lobb's stat line, 10 marks and 8 goals, sound about right? I think maybe uh, 10 injuries, 8 fumbled marks, and, I don't know, 3 tears? We'll, we'll see, I, I don't know. I mean, it's alright. Yeah. He's alright. He's alright. Overrated as fuck, in my opinion. Oh, I agree. He's been shocking this year. It's been I, worse than Jackson. I feel like Amusement, mate. Yeah. Duh, sit down, mate. Sit down. Sit down, mate. Sit down. I got Michael Fidock. Will Tabs be delisted? Oh, that's a good mm. one. Well, it depends on if he can get his form right. And I think he just needs a good spell appeal. And obviously his back injury is a bit of a TBA at the moment. So it well, really depends. He's still contracted through the next year, I think. So yeah. um, I don't think so. But I think another team would have a look at him if we were to... Deliston want to get rid of him? I think another team would give him a crack instead. So uh, maybe, maybe not. We'll see. Absolutely. Mitchell, Dot Fry, Jimus winning the Coleman and Caleb winning the Brownlow. Brownlow. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Awesome. Sarong finishes higher than Brayshaw with Brownlow votes. That's by Mitchell again. I think that's that's, that's probably going to happen. That's right up we'll now. See. Is Lob going to get injured this week? Hopefully not. Uh, maybe like at the end once yeah. he's food. I'm yeah. so salty. Yeah. We're so salty. Julian oh. Dot Spiker. Should we get Nat on another contract? Yes, but way less money. Cheap. Cheaper contract. Cheap chips, and I hope he says yes. Yes. Does Wagner stay, and do we blame the fumbles on it being his first game, or does Wilson? That's by Mitch Well, S. it's Rogers. not his first game. It's I mean, his 27th it's his first game, game. First game in quite a while, though. Yeah. Um, um, I thought he presented well to the ball, even though he did have a few turnovers, like a few. I thought he was noticeably our weakest player. Um, I thought he was probably a little bit behind it, whether he needs some time to warm back up to the level. After I'll give him the it. opportunity again yeah. this week. But, like, it depends if um he doesn't perform up to the standards. I think mm. just a bit more time at Waffle will get him. He definitely deserved a debut. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's it's just a lesson of uh, can he produce mm. better on that and can he improve upon it? And mm. I think he will. I think he's got... I hope so. Set. I hope so. Yeah. Um, why are you recording on a Monday, Stewie said? Dad. My dad? Yeah. Oh, um, I don't know. Just because we wanted to uh, get something out quickly. Yeah. Uh, we had a Friday night game, so, you know, brings the pod forward as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Did Sturt make our forward line better with his presence and leading as opposed to Tabernacle? I think it's it's a good argument to make. Uh, I, I like the argument. Um, I think so. He knows how to read the footy quite yeah. well, Sam Sturt. So uh, he's a smart player. I think he did do better than Tabs has in the past couple of weeks. So, yes, I'll answer yes to that. Last two. Hey, Brian, Amos robbed of Rising Star Nom. Yes, we are very disappointed. Yeah. Um, shout out to Michael Annie for winning it. But like, yeah. as you said, he's had better weeks before mm. and Jai Miss had a standout game. But don't worry, Jai will step up and he will kick mm. six this week and he will get the Rising Star. <laughs> um, Free Hub, last one, mate. Which catchphrase are you two liking the most? Sarong Low or Brolong? Oh. Oh, both are pretty bad. These are terrible. Uh, How about Caleb three votes? How about that one? Yeah. How about that out, one? Shout, shout out Caleb three votes. I remember the good old days. That is. The good old days, mm. mate. Those were great days, weren't they not? 
Oh, they were the days, mate. Is that all the questions? Mate, that is all the questions. Let's wrap it up. It is time to get out of here. Um, it's been good. It's been good, mate. We'll be um, back tomorrow. Don't stress. Back tomorrow. Thanks for the questions. Uh, Send them in tomorrow. Yeah, refer a friend to the podcast, mate. Um, get doing those reviews on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Everything helps. Everything's great. We've got some more content coming in the next few weeks. And yes. I'll see you later. Absolutely. See you later. Thank you for listening to the Flag Mantle podcast. It's been an honor hosting, hasn't it? Real it car? surely has been, mate. Can you please, amazing. please, please? We are begging you five stars I'm, on Spotify. It means the world to I'm us. On it my lets knees. us you, I'm on my get knees. off your knees, mate. Yes, I'm on my knees, guys. It, please. It helps us push it out to as many people as we can. Thank you for listening. Follow us on Spotify, Instagram, TikTok, anything else, Real Car, Twitter, anything YouTube. Anything social media, honestly. Anything social media, we have it. So please follow us on there. Five stars. Except don't for forget. OnlyFans. Uh, we we're don't also have on OnlyFans. Apple Podcasts. So if you listen to this on Apple Podcasts, follow us through there. Google Podcasts, the same. And thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Peace.